There we go. All right. So I went to a wedding last week. Uh, my cousin, my cousin got married, and everything was going, you know, fine, normal wedding, everything. And then they did like the the toss thingy, uh huh, the uh the the flower toss, and then the uh, what's it called? The garden the, belt. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I caught it, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what to do with this, so. <laughs> So I've just been, it's just been sitting on my desk because I don't know what to do with it. Like, I try to give it back. I try to be like, I, I, I caught it, you know, fun, fun game here. You can have it back. And it's like, no, nah, that's yours. It's like, no, 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 don't, don't, I'm a hoarder. Like, don't give me things. It's gonna, <laughs> yeah. So I, I was hoping maybe you'd know, like, what, where do I put this? Because I tried putting it on like, on like my rear view mirror in my car and it, it, it just, it, it felt trashy to have it there. I don't know why. Uh, where I don't know what you to want. Do. I don't know. Uh, you could give it to someone to... special. No. I'm kidding. No, it's supposed no, to be no, good no. luck for you. Uh, what does he... I don't know what to put. What? <laughs> also, the way that they did it is that they put it in a football. So they literally like did this. Oh, they dressed. <laughs> and then they <laughs> just like. It looks like a little dress. It. They passed yeah. it. So they just they just passed it, and they told me you can keep the ball too. I don't know what to do with this either. So, so um, <laughs> yeah. If if it ever comes up that I'm a hoarder, just be known that I tried not to be, and that these things are just chilling here with no with no rhyme or reason. So, yeah, I don't know what to do with it anymore. I. What do you do with garter belts once you're done? Don't you like? Well, it's supposed to be good luck, so you're supposed to hold on to it until you meet your significant other. Maybe put it on your leg. <laughs> Maybe put it on your leg and keep it there every single day. Put it on my leg. Yes. So just like just going to work with it. Just just yes. What if it slides down and I have to like keep pulling it back uh, up? Adjust like, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you gotta what have if to. I'm, beauty is pain. I'm wearing pants. <laughs> beauty is pain. Put it over the pants. No, put it under the pants. Over the pants. No, put it under the pants. But maybe somebody likes. So someone will like it. That's yeah. over the past Jesus. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just. Uh, th this is the level of my anxiety. Like it's just. It's just. I've been putting it in like different places, and I just. I. I, I don't. Do you have a drawer, know. and you can stick it like a junk drawer? <laughs> like a junk drawer, like yeah. where I keep my electronics and stuff. Like yeah, sure. all the shit that you don't use. That's not a fire hazard. <laughs> nah, not necessarily. We have, we have at least one, two, three, four. We have five drunk drawers in this house. All right. <laughs> you can have one. I'm <laughs> just one person. <laughs> We're just so, two yeah, people so that, and we have five. Yeah. So that's that's just uh so yeah, so that's that's what I've been that's what I've been struggling with for the past like week or so. The struggles yeah. of Chema. That's, that's, that's <laughs> the struggle, yeah. The story of Chema. Mm -hmm. That is, yeah. I will write your autobiography. Uh, thank you. Uh, so yeah, but it's mostly been that, and I've been playing the Resident Evil Four remake. That's all I've been doing. Oh, that's right! It just came out, right? It just came out. Which one? The Resident Evil Four remake. <gasps> is it good? Yes. Oh, really? Is that it's the one amazing. where you have to escort the president's daughter? That's the one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I want to see it. She. So, folks, in case y'all don't know, Nikki actually plays way more video games than I do. I love Resident Evil. And she loves yeah. video games. Well, yeah. each I love that each one is different. Like different yeah. styles, different like outlook. It's so interesting. 
Well, she's actually. Well, you've been playing this game. So, uh, what's it called? By the Diver? Devil Within. The Devil Within. So. Oh, I've heard. I've heard it's spooky. Yes. So though, that's why though, like spooky games, role play games, stuff like that. Well, it was funny because we wanted a game that we can play that would. Yeah. And we were playing for like an hour, and it was so boring. No, so it like, was longer than that. Okay, maybe two hours, and um, we fell asleep. Days later, we start up again where we left off, and that's where it started getting scary. And we're like, "Oh, if we just kept for like two more minutes, we would have." <laughs> yeah, finally, game. some some action. Yeah, so <laughs> you have to bear nice. with the game. Yeah, no. Also, sh- real quick shout out to the Wolf Among Us. That game's fucking awesome. Oh, it is. I love the Wolf Among nice. Us. All right, I, I start uh, reading the comics. Nice. Uh, yeah, I played the I played the first three Resident Evils, and I did play the fourth one, the original one, before playing the remake. So mm-hmm. I'm playing the remake right now. And it's it's both really faithful and really good. Harder. Harder than the original one, I'll, I'll, I'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, but pretty well, I, good. And when I got the fourth it. one, yeah. Yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear what y'all think, because it's it's fun. though, definitely fun. Um, speaking of horror-ish games, I think... You want to talk about the Last of Us? I believe we're ready to talk about The Last of Us. <laughs> Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Shema. I'm Eddie. And I'm Nikki. Reviewing The Last of Us, and this is The Rollback. So, HBO show... Not movie, but I think this is, this was the right way to adapt it. This is the adaptation, nine-episode adaptation of the video game The Last of Us. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't even know where to start. This was, uh, this was a long time coming. This game has been development hell for a movie for like a long time. It's been trying to be done several times. Sam Raimi had a crack at it at some point. Uh, and then eventually it became a show done by Craig Mason, who did the Chernobyl show uh, a couple years ago. Uh, he finally adapted it. We got Pedro Pascal, Vela Ramsey uh, adapting the game. So what do we think of The Last of Us? Because I'm a huge fan of the game. I played it when it came out. I played it several times since then. Um, Eddie, I know you uh, I know you saw like... Playthroughs, um, summary, summaries, recaps, playthroughs. Uh, Nikki, I don't know your history with the game, uh, but um, how do we all like feel about the game before? And then we'll talk about the show. The game was incredible. So I yeah. played the first one, and then I watched the game play for the second one. Yeah. Um, I gotta say, I like the first one better, but that's because I like the father father daughter relationship. Yeah. Or the relationship father daughter relationship. It is. It is. It, it, it is quite forced, but it's it done in a way that that really works. I think uh, that's the, that's that was the spirit of the game. It's what pretty much the, the show was trying to capture, and I think they did a really good job uh, overall. I think uh, the game was kind of tailor made to be made into a show or a, or a movie because it's very cinematic. And while the show does skip a lot of like the encounters with uh, the the zombies. Um, it really hits all the important story beats, and I think it, it even takes a moment to 
introduce a couple that are new ones. Uh, so I think that ends up uh, really, really working. That's my overall take on the uh, on the on the show. Um, we can jump into specifics if you'd like, but uh, what what was the overall take that that, that you all had on the show? I mean, translating it from a game to a movie or. T- you're going to lose certain things. You can't do everything the same. You can't. It can't be a one-to-one transition. It, it doesn't work that way. It can't. So I think they did a good job of keeping the best parts of the game while having to change and adapt certain things. And it, when they did do that, it was an improvement. Um, I guess first example I would want to make would be like Sarah, for example. We only see her for like, what, maybe 10 minutes during the game? Yeah. Maybe 10, 15 minutes? Whereas in the show, like we spend a solid what fifty minutes with her, um, you know, developing her character, liking her, like we liked her, and then she dies on us. You know, they, they invested a lot more time in her character. That way, when we lose her, we we hurt kind of like Pedro Pascal, like Joel. We're in pain too. Yeah. Um, and then the first episode does not end with that. The first episode ends. Uh, with him meeting Ellie for the first, well, us seeing Ellie for the first time, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, no, they they do meet. They they do manage to escape. Like they do manage to do a a full hour and something. Hour twenty, that, like an hour and twenty of that first episode, which is great because if they had done it into a movie, like in, like an hour an hour and twenty minute long movie of just what we saw, like would not have covered the whole story. It's a, it was a good idea to turn it into a show. Um, so yeah, I like how it's introduced. I like the performances of where we start and where we go. Um, and I also something I, really, I love the mood and the set design that they did because you can tell a lot of it was practical. Like there's, there's, there's enough, there's, there is CGI on this. But a lot of it was practical. Like you can feel like the those uh, quarantine zones where they were living that they, they felt like built and livable. Well, a very cool thing about the show um, is that they took the layouts from the video game. Like they specifically gave it to them for HBO to use. So they yeah. just added their own special special effects and practical effects to make it look like the video game as well. Believe it. Well, also, yeah. I mean, considering how far uh, video game effects have come and CGI and all that, I can't imagine they had to improve a lot of the CGI from a lot of the game, I guess, graphics and like pl- plaster them on. But there was a lot of practical effects, if I'm not mistaken, going yeah. from because like the cars are real. Like uh, yeah. during that initial kill scene, that's right. The first episode ends with Joel having that PTSD flashback and killing that. Uh, the guard, yeah. um, but that—I mean—it's not like it was all CGI. Those were real cars around them. They were really in a ditch. They were really spraying water. Like they went as practical as they could. Yeah, and also like this is a uh, like the game is from like 2013. Like it's been 10 years. Uh, it still looks good. Like it's still, it's, it still it still looks great. But they they managed to really translate that into film in a way that feels accessible and good because for example i talked uh i showed this show to like anyone that would listen and for example my my parents started watching it my parents don't care about video games but like my even my dad was was like i don't care about video games i don't care about zombies this show was awesome like i managed to like relate to it and feel to it and 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 understood it and really get into it and 
that's how you know that it's good because it can really appeal to you know a lot of people regardless of their background or understanding of the source material well also like i like to look at it it's basically a drama with zombies so <laughs> they're just adding in the zombies to make it a zombie show mm -hmm. but it's mostly yeah. about the characters about how you relate with the different relationships and then well, the emotional collateral everyone feels when you get to know a character and then lose them right away. Which they kept yeah. doing. Like, and, and yeah, I, yeah. I'm not to rag on them, but like, they would spend an episode or two making us care and then take them away. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you, you care about the daughter at first, then, uh, then Tess, then uh, Bill and Frank. Yeah. Then, Can we talk uh, about that Bill and Frank episode? My God, what it had a no beautiful episode. That, it had no business being that good. That could have been a movie on its own. Yeah. yeah, I was in tears at the end of it. And and the fact that like I don't know why there was something so perfect. Because look, like that's one example that I and I did see people complaining online, some individuals about how it wasn't faithful to the source material. To which my response is, look, there are times where you have to take liberties and change things from the source material. That was one of those cases where I think it improved the overall quality of the show by changing it because we didn't just get a bitter old Bill who misses his partner or Frank who misses yeah. his partner. We got like an intrinsic love story that I would argue is very important that had some funny moments, had a lot of heart, uh, a lot of uh, yes, inclusivity that ended on a somber and emotional note. The fact, I, I love the part where he responds, yeah, there was enough pills in there to put down five horses. He's like, I want to be mad, but God damn, is that romantic? Like, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. like, like those moments, man. Like but that means a lot. Yeah. But that it really was. Yeah. yeah. And I like that they, because if we hadn't had that, it, the, how do I explain this? Uh, Neil Druckmann, the creator of The Last of Us, like the creator of the game, uh, after that episode came out and everyone was like crying and being sad about it, like he just tweeted out, Why are you crying? That was the happy episode. And like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it really was. No, because it, it, it really was. Like, like the reason why we started to veer off and see those stories, see Sam and, uh, oh, what, what, what was the brother's name? Uh, Henry. Henry. Yeah, Sam. The, the, when we saw like the Sam and Henry episodes, like when we saw like all of those, like we're trying to, they're trying to show how the whole world was affected and how not everyone had the same reaction or life after it. Uh, the fact that they had that, that control or like die how they wanted to. And like a lot of people were sad, like, oh, they died. I'm like, yeah, they died, but they also lived. Like they lived so much. They had an entire life and they were happy to end it with all that they had. And like, to me, the strongest scene of that whole episode is like the scene where he gives him like the strawberries that he's been planting yeah. and he starts eating them and he starts crying. And it's like, and cause even when I, cause I had to watch like a couple of times to like understand, like he's crying because he was just so happy that someone thought of like, I just grew these because I figured you'd like them like that. It's so Oh god! Like just remembering about it, like it's 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 doing something to me. It was such a good episode, and it reminded me of like, uh, have you seen the show Atlanta? I have no. not. It's on my it's on my list. Okay, so Atlanta will do episodes like this where like sometimes they'll just veer off the the normal plot and just focus on characters that 
either haven't shown up or won't show up and just like tell still that story. And it reminded me a little bit of that. Like they're trying to really include as much as they can. And Bill and Frank were such a small part of the game. The fact that they decided to expand it on them so much was a good decision in my, in my, in my book. Like I could not have come up with that. That was really smart. For me, I thought of the notebook because their relationship was very rocky in the oh, notebook yeah. and so was bill and frank's like they were always they were good but they were always arguing as well <laughs> and it was yeah. kind of like i need my own space <laughs> it's kind of like or, or like we gotta paint these but we don't have the supplies i just want a few cut few uh gallons of paint so i can paint the houses because we're gonna have guests over the fuck you mean we're having guests over like the whole struggle it was very to be social very relationship yeah. But the yeah. reason yeah. I mentioned the notebook is because of the hostile, like how they're towards each other. But <laughs> yeah. also at the end, well, they basically did get to die in each other's arm. Yeah. That um, was a really good moment. Yeah. Oh. And, then, and then when when uh when they're fighting, when he's when they're fighting and they go to the street and he goes like, Well, you you think you you're a mole, like you think the government's full of Nazis. It's like the government is full of Nazis. <laughs> It's like, well, now, but it wasn't before. Yeah. And he's like, and we are having guests because I've been speaking to a nice woman on the radio. And he, there's like a little pause. And then Bill just goes, you what? Like that, Even like, you I what? felt for Bill then, though. I was like, are you crazy? <laughs> well, also, yeah. I love the little power between uh, Frank and Joel. Oh, where yeah. he basically tells him, like, look, man, you got maybe two years left on that fence. I can help you yeah. get the better wire. Like they have, an, they have a respect. Okay, they made me fall for Bill and Frank so much. Uh-huh. I did not trust Joel. Joel and Tess at all. I was oh. like, they had a past. I don't know what kind of fucked up things they did, but if they hurt Bill and Frank, I'm gonna quit the show. <laughs> <laughs> so two episodes in, you were ready to quit. Just, yes, just to I was willing to quit. <laughs> they made the good decision of making them friends though. Well, <laughs> I, also, you know what scene I probably rewatched the most in this entire show, like online, yeah. is the letter when he's writing to oh, Joel. Yeah. He says, you know, find something to fight for. Uh oh, <laughs> the stupid part where he's like, to anyone who may have found this, but probably Joel, because anyone else would have gotten blown up by my bombs. that that seems that little giggle is so specific because uh so bill is played by this actor nick offerman have you ever heard him laugh yes no he has the most like childish little giggle like that you've ever heard like it's wonderful if you've seen the show parks and recreation you yes, know what parks i'm talking and about Rick, he does all the yeah. time i've never seen parks and Rec. oh uh if you can I just know the just, baking just, part <laughs> yeah, just just go to YouTube and click and look up Ron Swanson giggle. You're gonna have a fucking ball. It's like he has one of the most infectious laughs ever. So uh, I'm convinced they did that scene where like he just added that little laugh because of that. Yeah, because <laughs> they knew because they knew that we would all think about that. I even heard <laughs> it in that voice. So like, okay. <laughs> uh, but also he says uh, some lines that do echo through. For the rest of the show, which is, you know, yeah. use this to protect us. People like you and me, Joel, we didn't have a purpose until we found a reason, someone to protect, someone to care about. And God help any motherfucker that gets in our way. Yeah. yeah and fuck if that does not ring true for the rest of the show, because 
God help anyone that gets between Joel and saving Ellie. Um, but we'll get to that episode in a moment. Um, yeah. If you if you notice, um, most of like everyone that they bump into, it, they're always in pairs, and they're kind of always reflecting this idea of protecting each other. Like it happens with well, Joel and Tess from from the beginning, Bill and Frank, of course, uh, Sam and Henry, even the two like native older couple that like like even that pair that, that they bump into, uh, they reflect that. Uh, Tommy and his new wife. Uh, they, they they reflect that like every people that every person that they bump into they keep showing this to this pair this the, to keep showing them that they must you know keep going together. I forgot about that, but you're right. Like there's there's yeah. always there's always two people, whether it's that uh, native couple, whether it's Henry and Sam. Which can we talk about the Pittsburgh episode? Well, not Pittsburgh. I guess now it's Kansas. But can we talk about that Kansas episode? But really, like quick, those... I think it's interesting on the pairing also because it's kind of like, well, the world isn't worth living if you're doing it alone. Like if yeah. Joel hadn't met Tess, who's the love interest in the beginning, he probably, he even told Ellie that he probably would have ended it. Well, he tried, right? He, yeah, he, he tells tried. her at one point, like this scar, which yeah. I don't think that's in the game, right? No, they added that. Yeah. Uh, but it's good. It's It's good drama. Yeah. I want to talk about second drafts at the very end of this episode. Um, so we okay. jump forward to Kansas and um, Federal were Bastards. Be very clear, yeah. Federal Bastards. But I think it's very interesting that the fact that the faction that takes over almost aren't very much better. Mm-hmm. That was the only... The, how do I mention it? There's Most of the good lines in the game are translated into the show like almost beat for beat almost line for line there's one line that is missing and i did miss it uh there's one line where when they get to kansas city and they see like the guy who's pretending to be hurt uh and joel like kind of goes to hit him with a car mm-hmm. uh there's a moment where like he hits him and and ellie's like are you crazy and and, and joel just goes he ain't even hurt and then he just like <laughs> Rolls back and keeps <laughs> smashing into him. I missed that line. That was a great, great line. Cause he just goes, he ain't even hurt. <laughs> He's fine. Yeah. He ain't hurt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, they really get into it. Uh, that uh, villain, uh, I forgot her the name of that actress, uh, uh, but the one that's like kind of controlling Fedra in that scene. She's she's made up for the for the show. She was not in the game, mm-hmm. uh, but she was terrifying. <laughs> We'll see, dude. I hated her so goddamn much. I think her sweet demeanor also what terrified you. It's kind of like yeah. um, Umbridge, Umbridge from Harry Potter, yeah. the same thing where she's all in pink and sweet <laughs> manner, but then like has a dark side, and Evil. you're like, ooh. Well, it, it's funny because I think if you talk to most of the Harry Potter fan base, they knew Voldemort was the villain, but everyone fucking hates Umbridge. Oh yeah, like for the better. <laughs> Like, no, but, like, there's not as much rage. Like, we all know Voldemort's, like, Darth Vader. But, man, if you could kill any one villain from the Harry Potter universe, most people, I think, would pick Umbridge. And that's and that's the thing, because I, I don't, la- I genuinely, like, get angry uh, with villains like that. The, the villain from Final Fantasy XV is like that, too. And I was so fucking pissed every time he showed up, his fucking smug face on every scene so something like that so she shows up she has a right hand man uh which is this guy with like the big hair and the big beard that guy he's played by this yeah yeah he's tommy in the game uh jeffrey pierce yeah 
so it's them two, and we're introduced to them and uh, Sam and Henry, who uh, who showed up, and they also have. I like how they gave them like a long introduction scene of like them uh, getting along, and um, you see like the struggle that that they're going through. Uh, and this whole this whole ordeal lasts about two episodes because it's one episode for them to get to Fedra and all that, and then one episode for them to uh, work with Sam and Henry through the tunnels uh, to get back, which ends in a huge climactic action scene, uh, which is great. But before all that, before all that happens, we're introduced to one of my favorite gags from the game, and that's Ella's little joke book. And I <laughs> love that they kept that, that it's called the same thing, that that uh, her delivery of those jokes were freaking incredible that because like if you if you play the game you kind of just walk around and every like few scenes he'll she'll just be like all right let's defuse the tension i have jokes and it's great <laughs> love well, it i love I, ellie i think my favorite one was did you know diarrhea's diarrhea's genetic and then joel looks at her it runs in your genes <laughs> ah! <laughs> and then like it, it even gives him to crack like just for, like he smiles he looks at her like you're crazy he turns over and then he's like, he has a bit of a smile that's where he first cracked yeah but um i want to talk about how so henry and sam part of the story is the fact that it does bring to light things people have to do to survive like in sam and uh, henry's case um sam had cancer no yeah he had some yeah yeah, and henry to get his brother the meds had to sell out his neighbors and had to sell out that that woman's brother which i understand her anger but the thing is i also understand wanting to save is his brother his son sam and henry yeah are they brothers brothers. is it father the brothers okay Yeah, like he sold. He, I'm sorry, I had to sell out your brother, but that's my little brother. Like, yeah. and it's it, it just sucks. It's a shitty situation that they shouldn't be in. But that's what Fedra did. They pit neighbor against each other because that's easier to yeah. beat. It's hard to to maintain control of a united people, but if you can divide them and make them hate each other, yeah, you're probably gonna be able to hold out, hold on to power for a while. Uh, yeah, there were. Uh, there's a lot of transition that happens in these two episodes because while they are mostly action focused and we are moving along the story because we are moving, thing it is uh, they're not filler episodes because there's no filler episodes in this show. There's uh, no filler minutes either. Like everything, yeah, matters. everything feels earned. And something that I really like that happens in, the, in these two episodes is that in the first few episodes, Ellie's constantly telling Joel like, "Hey, can I get a gun? Can I get a gun? Can I have a gun? Can I have a gun?" And he just keeps, he won't bolt. And there's a moment in these two episodes where he finally, like, gives her one, shows her how to hold it, shows her how to shoot it, and, you know, gives her the responsibility of it. And that's when he starts to trust her. Like, that's the, that's like the first, uh, that's the beginnings of that. And I think seeing uh, Sam and Henry together is what helps, is what, get, is what gets them to that, to, to those moments. I agree. Um and Joel even backs off because he says, like, I'm not working with no rat. And then after the kids are, call- are hanging out and stuff, he's like, hey, I'm sorry what I said back there. Like, we all have to do things to survive. I- I'm no one to judge. Like, for Joel to apologize. Well, he yeah. is no one to ju- judge. He was doing the same crap. Well, he told <laughs> Ellie, didn't he? He's like, I've been on both sides. Yeah. So I know what I'm looking at. Yeah. That's that's the main thing that people have to remember because I saw some people that did not know the game uh who 
watch the watch the ending of the show and i'm not i'm not gonna jump straight there yet but people were like but why did he do that joel's a hero like, joel's not a hero man joel is selfish and joel is uh, uh angry with the world and he did what he did because he felt like that's the right thing to do and we'll get to that when we get to the ending um but it starts here and that's something that we have to remember especially when you're watching the show from the beginning like that's Joel's nature and he's kind of nurturing Ellie into that path which could be good or it could be bad but yeah because we get to a moment where like even Ellie asks him like what are you going to do after this is all over and he just goes I don't know I've only been surviving like I don't know anything else like that's that's all I've been doing I haven't enjoyed anything what is uh, it a sheep farm yeah he wants like a little sheep farm because they're <laughs> quiet but I think uh, he would oh, hate it too though yeah. he might have PTSD and end up <laughs> killing all the sheep <laughs> yeah oh. Yeah, and so what, what, I, slaughter. what everyone needs is therapy. It's what they need. Therapy. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They need and some therapist in the apocalypse. I have a strange feeling the therapist aren't going to survive the apocalypse. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. <laughs> look, look, at it, uh, look at you, Chema. <laughs> okay, so, you know. I so, a therapist too. That was a hurtful one. No, oh, no. I meant like psycho- psychologists. Oh. What? <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Go on. Okay. Advisors uh, aren't gonna live either. No, we're not. <laughs> what you think I'm special? Well, anyways. Anyway, but uh, oh, wait, uh, yeah. uh, the major of episode five was when the sniper. Oh yeah, that was really cool too. Oh. I wasn't expecting that at all. The old man. Yeah. Yeah. Eight. Oh, was it uh, a kid? No, it was an old man. No, oh, it okay. was an old man. Yeah. Uh, in the in the game, that's when Joel like because c- c- Joel and Ellie go up there together, and that's when like after they take out the sniper, like he shows her like okay, here's here's how you're gonna snipe, and you know she snipes while he goes down there and like works it. Um, so I like that change. It felt balanced. It felt uh, it felt good. And then we had this great action scene where Fedra shows up, starts bulldozing all these cars away. And then a hole opens up from the ground and all of these infected just come out and start raiding. And we get a, a, a bloater, which is a, the, the, the fat one from, from the game. And it looked amazing. And uh, it was practical. It was a person in a suit. And, oh, God, it was great. You, you, you know what's good about this show that was not good in other HBO shows? Mm-hmm. Um, that it was nighttime and I could still see what the fuck was happening. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, make all the Game of Thrones jokes you want, but finally, I was able to see what everything was. I wasn't lost. I wasn't like uh, uh, increasing oh, the, the, the that kind of yeah, thing. yeah. Everything was great, and that that scene where they're chasing each other was great. Uh, Ellie getting into the car and being chased by the little girl zombie. Thing. Oh, that was cool. That was, that was super stressful. cool. Yeah. Um, and then them getting under the car and then finally escaping. Great scenes. Really, really great scenes. What's called? I also remember uh, <coughs> the fact that she finally gets Sam and Henry and she's like, I want you and the kids. Like, come on, let the kids go. No. And that's the moment where she fucked up because if she hadn't been so stingy on like, no, I'm going to execute the kids too. She would have gotten Henry, would have been able to drive away, call it a day. That's it. And we're done. But no, she wanted to to get holistic revenge. And man, it was so satisfying when she got eaten. It was so satisfying when that happened. 
you sly dog, you had me monologuing. What? Like, no, that's, oh, that's what She says that, right? No, that's from Incredibles, but like that's Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that's but that's pretty much what happens. Like if she hadn't like if she had just shown up and like shot them, but no, she wanted to have her moment. Uh yeah, so they managed to escape. All the villain managed... problems. Stop talking, yeah. just do it. <laughs> just do it, yeah. Uh and so it was she, the little so... girl zombie too, right? I got her. Yeah. 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 I believe those were, uh, I believe most of the zombies were played by either like dancers or contortionists. Yeah. And really good choice because they, they, they really know their way how to move. And apparently they really cannot see when they're wearing those things. So they're just running everywhere. They're just running around. Yeah. It's great. Great job there. Uh, and then we had like the, the, the dramatic ending of the episode where oh. nothing is fair. <laughs> poor, um, poor Henry hates bit. No, it was Sam that got bit. I'm sorry, Super Sam. Sam gets bit. Yeah. And, and then and poor, and oh, that's and Ellie that, acts like a kid. And that was another thing too. They related on the same comic book. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that they both had and it was like, oh. Oh man. Man, I'm even thinking of it now. Okay. Also, props to the whoever did the casting because the actor who plays Sam really is deaf. I'm sorry, really oh, is really? I'm sorry. Yeah. That's yeah. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. Yeah. Th- that's smart. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Th- that was there. legit. Yeah. Uh, so we get there. Uh, uh, Henry what? show. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Okay. All right. Um, so he gets bit. Uh, Ellie tries to like put some of her blood into the into their into his. Uh, into his uh, wound, which is such a little kid thing logic to do. That is uh, logic. In a good way. In a good way. Like, it was such an innocent moment. Um, it, it was still her innocence shining through. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah, like, she really believes that the, that, that was going to was gonna help. And after, you know, we have that whole scene where uh, he turns, uh, Henry shoots him, and then he shoots himself, and then they have to like bury the bodies, uh, which kind of like cancels out everything that we saw for the last two episodes. Really adds up to uh, uh, something very sad because throughout the entire show, uh, Ellie is suffering; like she just keeps losing people left and right. It, and uh, yeah, yep. it's kind of like a a Midas touch situation. That's how oh, I yeah. think of it because she has this gift where she can like heal people. <laughs> But everyone that she comes in contact with dies. Yeah. Or gets cursed. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. And that becomes to escalate, uh, especially at the end of this episode where, like, they bury the bodies and Ellie's kind of done. Like, she just goes to Joel and it's like, which way is West? And he just goes, like, there and she just starts walking, like, doesn't even say anything. Like, you can tell she's starting to break a little, Mm -hmm. uh, which we're going to keep seeing in the next, uh, in the next few episodes. yeah. Yeah, and then we get to that's around the point where we get to Tommy's section, right? This was probably my favorite episode out of, no. out of all of them. What? I, I I really like them in Jackson. Absolutely. I don't know. I don't know how to say this, but like I like the Joel and Tommy reunion. I like the uh, I, I I like them uh, in. Jackson, I like them talking. I like the relationship developing. I love that they recreated that scene where they fight 
and then uh and and because he's gonna leave her uh i really i really dug this episode maybe it's my favorite because i just i don't know i like that whole section and the way they recreated new jackson uh, like that city felt livable and I don't know. It, it also added a lot of humor. Like th- that whole scene with uh with uh when Tommy discovers that he's a communist. I mean, what what a beautiful commentary that was when he's like, We're not communists, like, yeah, we are, we're leaving a commune. We were communists. It's like uh. and he, he was saying all the wrong things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Come on, Tommy's I really like- communism. We fought against this. No, but are you ticked with Tommy? Because this whole time Oh no, okay. no. Forget okay, Tommy. Okay. This whole time, Joel was trying and scraping by, like doing odd jobs, selling drugs, being a smuggler to try to get to his brother Tommy. And Tommy was over here getting somebody pregnant at a new <laughs> place, and he was all living his best life. And they have was, power. He had power and food. And then Joel's over there, Please, like whiskey, all suffering. He's like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Forget Tommy. Uh, it's Don't like, me. you couldn't have told me that you were safe? Nah, man, there's no communication allowed. Motherfucker, I am your brother. You find <laughs> a way. You lie. You do whatever the fuck you gotta do. It's both... It's both. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't have brothers. But I feel like... I feel like it's a pretty brother thing to do. To fucking run out... Tommy was also know. the fuck up brother. Also, Tommy was the oh, fuck yeah. up brother, and then Joel's worried about him. Like that's he's conditioned to worry about his brother. Then all of a goddamn sudden, you disappear out of nowhere. No shit, he's gonna come looking for you. That's built into your system. You watch out for each other. Pretty sure if your brother or your sister, or any of my sisters went missing, we go yeah. looking. Yeah, it's it's weird. Uh, I didn't think about that. I just figured like, <laughs> oh well, no, but no, nah, Tommy can eat a dick. All right, at least for like ten oh, minutes. Uh, well, anyway, so Tom- damn. Uh, anyway, uh, Tommy <laughs> shows. Sorry. So they, they Tommy so they has reach- a lot of hate from me, <laughs> especially so they've they- gone through so much. And then for Tommy to be like, "It's all good, it's fine," <laughs> and then he won't even go with his brother. He's like, "You can stay with me. That's nice, but yeah. that's fine." <sighs> oh, he tries to dump Ellie on his brother, right? That yeah, was part of uh, the show. Yeah, we 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 get to that to this new Jackson place, uh, this boarded community where there's life happening again. Like things feel good there. Uh, we reached there. We had a. I, I really like the reunion scene, like that scene where Joel sees Tommy working and like over some stairs, and he just yells at him, and then they reunite, they hug. We start to see like Ellie, like Ellie reacts in a very specific way where she's kind of happy but sad at the same time because she knows she doesn't have that what they have. Um, then we have a scene that made uh, a lot of people, including myself, uh, uh, fans of the game. Uh, we recreated that freaking DiCaprio scene from from uh, from that movie where he just starts pointing at the TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, oh, the yeah. so the, they're the, the yeah, so they're yeah, they're eating, and and then I don't know where like Ellie just looks at someone and just goes like, "What are you watching? What? What do you want?" And it's this girl, and then she kind of like goes away. And the second that we that I saw her, 
I immediately went, is that Dina from Last of Us Part 2? She looks exactly like Dina from the game. Like for like the half a second that we saw her, I was like, is that Dina? And then we all went to Twitter and we were like, is that Dina? And then Neil Druckmann, being the fucking asshole that he is, was like, I don't know, was she? Uh, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, uh, maybe. Uh, anyway, she was. She totally was. Uh, she looks exactly like Dina. It was ridiculous. Uh, anyway, it was a good, uh, a good wink to part two. Uh, another wink to part two was when she meets the horse. The horse is called Shimmer. That's the name of her horse in part two as well. Uh, Wait, good, Shimmer's good the one that bro. dies, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey, but maybe it's like Red Dead, and the next horse will be Shimmer also. <laughs> Shimmer two. Shimmer two, the revenge. Oh. Oh, oh. Shimmer three, the final chapter. You know what was kind of funny in the beginning yeah. of that episode was the couple. The, oh yeah, the, the native couple. The, the native couple. They were hilarious. <laughs> she was like, "Oh, I already told them." <laughs> he said, "Why would you tell them? They have guns. They have guns." Because we have guns, yeah, but they're so far. <laughs> I can't reach them. I'm not that fast. <laughs> it's like, oh. and then he even goes like, "You gave him soup. They were hungry." <laughs> <laughs> like her logic was not flawed, so it was kind of like, "Okay." Well, yeah. It's also like if I'm neighborly, they won't kill me. I fed them. <laughs> kind of asshole kills someone that feeds them. Well, she was very innocent as well, which I like. <laughs> I like. She was just like, "Well, they have guns." What they were hungry. What, what do you want me to do? <laughs> you weren't here. Yeah. And then, like, Ellie's hiding in the second floor. And then, it, like, she just goes, like, like there's, she has a, he has a little girl on the top floor. And then it's like, do I come out now? It's like, no, don't come out. And he's, I'm coming out now. Like, just coming out, like, such a little kid moment. <laughs> a kid not listening to their parents and all this. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's so but then Joel, Joel and Ellie have that like really great fight where she's like, "All you ever try, try to do is leave me," and blah blah blah, and it's yeah. just it, it's it's a very highly emotional scene. And then we fast forward, and Joel's like, "I think Ellie's about to leave with Tommy," and they're yeah. like, "We thought you would have been out of town." He's like, "Honestly, I've been trying to leave town for the past like four hours, but I can't seem to do it." You've earned yeah. the right, like you know, like. Who do you want to go with you? You've run that. She's like, which should have gotten the horse. Which is such a Latino dad thing to do, where he doesn't even apologize. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's fair. Yeah, I'll say it. You know, I'll say it. Like, he doesn't apologize. He just shows up. Like, I figured you. I figured you deserve the choice. Like, it's like <laughs> the equivalent of just showing up with like a plate of food. Like, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, after, like, no, like oh, you don't even, even say sorry. sorry. Like, not even sorry. No, no, but that's the equivalent of sorry. Like, like we don't say sorry, but like, hey, here's some food. It's the most he can do, I guess. And, uh, <laughs> the emotional well, damage, damage yeah. is there, but it's fine. Yeah, and then the uh, and then uh, honestly, the, the show uh, fixes it in a very funny way, where she, she she just like throws the backpack in his hands, like let's go. But like, <laughs> he's like, fuck, yeah. all right. Like, um, like, yeah, of course, yeah. And then we get a few minutes of happiness and joy until yeah, they run talking. into four assholes. Yeah, so that so they're they're leaving a horse, they're walking, they're they're they're, they're talking. Like he's telling her about football, I think, and about contractors. Yeah. And uh and then they get to the hospital, um, where they're yeah, pretty much attacked by this uh by this cult group that we're gonna talk about at the 
the next couple of episodes. Um, I I want to talk about a big difference that happened uh, there in the game and the show, which is uh, in the show, Joel just gets stabbed. Like, he just gets stabbed in the hip, and that's it. In the game, he falls from a second-store building and gets uh, impaled through his back. Yeah, with like a like a like a with like a bar, and uh, I'm not saying the game the show softened it up, but there was a sense of urgency that I felt was missing uh, in the in the next episode, um, because the next episode is like a big flashback episode where Joel is kind of just lying on the on the floor, which uh, you know, great job if you can have it. Consider that uh, Pedro Pascal got paid for a full episode of work where he just lied down there. And looked cozy as fuck. And, uh, Imagine like, spending uh, days just laying on the floor to shoot a, a video. Wait, hey, can you get like a pillow from my lower back or something? Like, like the concrete kind of hurts a bit. Because they're like Pedro. All right, look, look cold, look cold now. <laughs> all right, we need you to suffer. Okay, <laughs> squeeze, <laughs> squeeze. Oh, uh, 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 and then. Ellie does this ugly job of like stitching up his wound. <laughs> like, oh, God. Yeah, at least she did it though. She did. I uh, was just thinking she needed to close that. So it was like, oh, okay, good. They thought of that. Uh, and then we get a flashback, a big flashback, a DLC flashback of uh, Ellie yeah. with what's her face? Uh, uh, Riley. Riley. Yeah. Okay. Played by uh, Storm Reed, I think it's her name. Uh, she played. Uh, I know her because she played uh, Zendaya's younger sister in Euphoria, so I know her because of that. Is she? Uh, in a, I was gonna ask. A Wrinkle in Time. I think. Yeah, I think she's. I think she's the main character in A Wrinkle in Time too. And uh, they just did that searching sequel, and she's she's the main character in that too. Um, but I haven't seen it yet. I think it just came out in theaters, and. Um, yeah, so she's there. She plays uh, Ellie's younger best friend uh, Riley from uh, during the pandemic, but not uh, not after. Yeah, so we have like this little flashback. This whole episode, like like Annie mentioned, was a whole DLC uh, that was also called Left Behind and important. I think uh, I think a very important chapter. I think uh, Neil and Naughty Dog wanted to do several of these uh, of these uh, DLCs, but they were only able to do one. I know they wanted to do another one that was pretty much that scene with Ellie's mom at the beginning of the last episode. Like that was going to be a DLC as well, uh, but they ended up scrapping it. So uh, this whole episode was great. Like the way they just redid that whole mall mm-hmm. uh, to be to look like how it looked. Uh, it was great. The colors and the story between the two of them. Like they had genuine chemistry. Um, Bella Ramsey does like they, they had these scenes where she was like pining and longing for 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 Riley it, it was so well done and it was romantic even like it was innocent uh I loved it I I really like this episode it's 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 one of one of the one of my favorite ones uh because um, it, it kind of sh- it showed her first love you know yeah and all the cutesy the they did a so date sad. within a mall yeah, like yeah. they showed all the levels of dating within a mall, like the cutie, the like competitive side, uh, the more all oh, the Mortal Kombat, yeah, and they're trying uh, to figure out how to play, but goddamn it, yeah. it's not meant to last. Even the carousel, like like that, that scene where they're in the carousel, and 
uh, what's it called? Uh, the Cures, uh, just like Kevin starts playing in the background, like while they're in the carousel, and they show like how she, how Ellie's like staring at her, like oh, it was so well done. It was so like soft and 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 nice, and uh, you just know that everything was gonna go to shit in a few <laughs> minutes later. Uh, also, yeah, like small. Don't get comfortable. Also, also, a small comedy scene, but I just really like that scene where Ellie discovers like uh like this like the electric stairs, <laughs> and she's like, "What are these? Is this one of the surprises?" Like, no, that's just an escalator. Like, these are awesome. <laughs> like, she was just having a ball with that escalator. Yeah. Well, <sighs> well yeah, we kind of. It's weird because we have to remember, like, she didn't. Live she hasn't seen any of this. Yeah. At all. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, but it was effective. It was good. Well done. Well done. Um, and and so we get like there's a struggle without that whole episode where uh, Riley comes out of like, no, I'm gonna go with the fireflies. They're gonna move me to Atlanta. They teach me how to make pipe bombs. And like, <clears throat> there's a conflict there where she's like, so they're gonna use them on on me possibly. I might join yeah. Fedra. You never know. Which to anyone who's arguing, what do you mean you join Fedra? Luke was going to join the goddamn Empire. Chill the fuck out. Well, also, Ellie didn't have any choices. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's an orphan. Yeah. She, um, she was raised in Fedra, so... She doesn't really have a choice. Um, but in the end, Riley uh, acquiesces and says, I'll stay with you. Like, they kiss. Yeah. And we can't have any fucking happiness because then a goddamn flicker comes out. And they both get bit. God yeah, uh, they both get bit. They both like have that moment where Ellie is like smashing like the the, the glass the, the glass of uh, with a crowbar and she's yelling and everything. Last of Us Part Two is just gonna be ten episodes of Ellie just going like that. Like that's gonna be the whole sh- the, the whole season. Uh, get ready for that. Real angsty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's gonna she's gonna go through that phase. Uh, so get ready for that. Um, I like that they, much like the DLC, they didn't show Riley turning, uh, which I think is for the better. Like, mostly because I don't want to see it. <laughs> like, it would have been Sad. too dark. Yeah, uh, I think it, it's seeing, already implied. You know, yeah, it, it's fine. Yeah, some things are better implied, and I think that that worked as well. But then we also th- this whole episode ties into a conversation that they have in the second episode. Where it's uh, Joel, Ellie, and Tess, and they're walking through the city, and they ask her like, "How did you get bit?" And she said, she mentions like, "You know that mall that's that's closed out?" It's like, "Yeah, because it was full of infected." Yeah, that I went in there, and that that's that's when they bit me. And then they ask, they even asked her like, "Were you alone?" And she goes, "Yes, I was alone." She wasn't alone, and that's that's what mm. connects you. I missed um, that. Yeah, that was her whole yeah. trauma, like that she was holding on to. Because it yeah. was her first kill, technically. Oh fuck! That's right. Yeah. Um, Human and zombie. Yeah. Um. So we got there. Uh. Ellie manages to uh to you know um. Uh. Not fix up Joel, but help him close out the wound, and then we jump into episode eight, which is uh. I knew it was gonna be the hardest one to watch because uh. Yeah, uh, the suspected scene. <laughs> yeah, so we have this 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 cult group uh, that um, 
we later find out are cannibals led yeah. by uh David. That's true, the cannibals. I forgot that they were cannibals. You know, I had forgotten, but then I was like, love, they're cannibals. I'm like, I already know. I, this vibe looks like cannibal vibes. Well, I gave me cannibal vibes when they were like, when the girl was asking, when can we bury my dad? It's like, in the spring when the snow melts and the ground's not frozen. Well, also, they all look very sick. So when you're a cannibal, oh, Nikki pointed that out. Humans are not ba- are not able to process human meat. So even if you yeah. eat it, your body's not you able to sick. process it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. might as well be eating nothing. Yeah, um, yeah, it's not healthy. And we have this group, and they have such a dark, weird vibe. Um, so throughout the episode, and also throughout the episode, uh, well, there's David, and he has a right hand man played by. Troy Baker, who played Joel in the game. And I hated that. He was talking in his Joel voice throughout the entire episode. He doesn't talk like that. But That's not his normal look, voice. But this he is, doesn't look like Joel at all. Yeah, you he know? doesn't look like Joel at all, but he was talking in his Joel voice. He doesn't look, it doesn't match him because Troy, because Troy Baker is like this tall, blonde, skinny dude. And Joel is like this, you know big like i don't know ruggedy man i don't know what, mm-hmm. what how you will describe him uh but his voice really fits him but why was he talking to joel that freaked me out i was like why are you talking to joel voice you don't talk like this it's weird um but anyway he's there um david is there david has played very creepily uh i forgot the name of the actor but he does a good job in playing a really creepy guy um also, I just want to point out that it's interesting. It's interesting that uh, in a post-apocalyptic world, uh, the religious group uh, went straight for uh, cannibalism and the communists are thriving. I, I don't know if that is trying to <laughs> tell us something. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it's like a, a, a well, comment. Maybe that they took to the say. body of Christ literally. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Nikki. Well, Damn. I thought it. Everybody thought it. <laughs> What's it called? Uh, Matt, I love, and, and obviously, uh, what's his name? David, the leader of the group? Yeah, David. I love how they don't even have to, like, he doesn't have to communicate that he's the leader. There, there's one scene where they're feeding everyone, and everyone else has, like, maybe, like, a couple spoons full of food, and his plate's overflowing. Yeah, and it's like very fucking clear who's in charge here. Well, I did yeah. notice that other people had uh, big plates of food. Yeah, and I was wondering maybe they're either loyal to him or they're trying to well fatten them up for to later the next meal. But uh, but yeah, also when that girl speaks out against him, like you mean the guy that killed my father, he's still up. He just slaps her across the face in front of her mother, like and yeah. And this is one of those places. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the, I'm willing to bet that this guy is one of those uh, weird uh, child predators. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Which he was. And they even added such a dark statement because they, they don't say it. In the game, they don't tell us anything about his backstory. Like, he's just a cannibal with uh, uh, child offensive tendencies. But in the, in the show, they even add, like, oh, I used to be a math teacher. I used to work with kids. That's even fucking creepier. Yeah, because then you're like, oh, so you were always... Oh, you were weird. always like this. Oh, what did he say at one point? Um, 
I like it when they fight. Like that's part of the fun. Ugh. Yeah. He said, I remember like you fucking monster. And of course yeah. it would be a pastor. Of course he would. Yeah. Uh, like I said, communism sounds great with every passing episode. Um, God damn it. <laughs> it's fucking I mean, true though. I mean, consider it because because I was watching this show with a friend, and uh, when we watched this episode, when we finished this episode, she said like, uh, "I hate the thing I hate the most is that if this zombie thing happened, those groups would totally exist. Like that would totally happen. The and, the, the church groups. Yeah, like that would that would still be a thing even if we were in like zombie times. And uh, yeah, um, so yeah, I did. It was a hard episode to watch, and then we get to like, when we get to the ending where uh, Ellie finally like like Ellie gets captured by them. Ellie manages to get uh, oh oh wait I, I forgot to mention she manages to barter with them and get medicine for Joel. She gets penicillin, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, good thing Joel wasn't allergic to penicillin because you know that would have fucking killed him. <laughs> um, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm not like I mean, it makes sense. I, what the fuck does the selling know about you know medical health? But like, at no point was she like, "Hey, Joel, are you allergic to this?" No, okay, we're just gonna we're just gonna go for it. <laughs> what is allergy? Well, it's funny because the fungi is what's killing everybody, but the fungi save Joel because fun- yeah. is from fungus. Yeah, <laughs> it was just funny. Um, yeah, the science humor. Can can we talk about Joel's moment? That moment when what town? That one, that moment? No. Yeah. Oh, I love that she's like Joel. Don't die. If <laughs> comes in. Don't Kill die. Him. Kill him. And, or something like that, and gives him her, a knife. A knife. Yeah, her knife. And he's yeah. still like unconscious. <clears throat> and you're like, oh man, Joel's gone. <laughs> <laughs> And so about the penicillin was like worked fast. Apparently, it was like really auto fast, <laughs> like autopilot. Like, Let's go. That was so unrealistic, but okay, it worked. <laughs> but um, it worked. It was great. <laughs> but Joel has his Rick. So in The Walking Dead, there's one really, really great moment where the whole group spends an entire season like apart, and they we spend like what eight, ten episodes of them trying to get back together. They finally do in Terminus. But they're all yeah. locked in this room, like they're gonna be killed, and they're like, "What do we do?" And Rick says, "They're gonna feel pretty fucking. St- they're gonna feel pretty stupid." And everyone's just waiting, and finally, Abraham's like, "Uh, when what?" And he says, "When they realize that they're fucking with the wrong people." Okay, like, like that's a cool fuck. That might be the best line in the entire show of The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And Joel, it only took eight episodes for him to have his moment where he says, "No, it's okay. I believe him." Bah! bashes the guy's head in with a fucking pipe like yeah a beastly thing to do if there ever was well i love that he had his moment at the same time ellie had her moment mm-hmm. because you thought the whole time he was gonna go save her because that was what it was leading up to right but like yeah. the game how it followed ellie got to save herself yeah and that she has her own cool agency part. she yeah. even used the uh, what was it a machete yeah yeah on poor, uh, well, Joel the second. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have those scenes, and uh, they re- they recreate that whole scene with the uh, with the little house that's burning while they're kind of chasing each other, which is a very intense scene in the game. Uh, they added a very very dark scene 
which is when uh, Ellie's on the floor, kind of reaching to the machete, to the machete, and David is on top of her. And this was subtle. I didn't notice it until like the second time that I watched the episode. He starts unbuttoning his pants, mm-hmm. like, like yeah, while he's on top of her. Oh it's shit! Like, I did not see that. Yeah, yeah, it's so horrible. And I didn't see him doing that. Yeah, you close uh, your eyes. No, I was waiting for her to hack him in the head. I saw it right away. Yeah. I was like, oh, it better not go that way. And then I, yeah. I'm glad like she got him. Yeah. Uh, so she starts slashing him with a machete. And I think even more intensely than in the game. And uh, <laughs> it's good. I mean, honestly, it's 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 good for her cinema. Honestly, good, good for her. And then uh, in the game, in this moment, like while she's still slashing him, that's when Joel comes in and like hug her, hugs her from the back and like, Kind of takes her out of it. They changed it in the show to like she slashes him, she kills him, she walks out of the cabin, and that's when she bumps into Joel. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't mind that change. It was kind of just all right. Uh, I like they have the reunion on the outside, and uh, we had like that moment where like they hug. Like he finally like acknowledges her, kind of like as a daughter figure in that moment, and then she's completely out cold. Like she's traumatized by what she's done and what she's went through. She she just went through and uh, yeah, really really good scene there. It's where he has that moment where he finally calls her baby girl, like when he, oh, when yeah. he called his uh, daughter, like to comfort yeah. her, like it's okay, it's okay. Yeah, um, very emotional, and that's when we go into the final episode of the show, which is shockingly short. Yeah, it's like forty something up, forty something minutes. Uh, they only uh, I I thought I was completely sure that the previous episode uh like after the whole david thing they were going to do the giraffe scene uh they did it they ended up doing it that's how they start the next episode the next next episode the last episode is weird because well not weird like weird in the in the timeline of the show because it starts with ellie completely out of it not talking not joking not doing anything and joel trying a little too hard to have her like in back in good graces. Um like he shows up, he brings board games, he brings like food. Oh yeah, you and... ever played Boggle? Maybe you can play me a Boggle. Yeah, uh I have no idea no idea what Boggle is, but apparently Boggle survives the apocalypse. And <laughs> it's a not a great board game. <gasps> it's a great board game. Oh really have really? never played it? It's a word game. Where is it on that shelf of games, Vicky? It's not, because you know why it's not good. It's a classic. Anyway, Bongo <laughs> makes it though through the apocalypse. So, Bongo makes it. Too. <laughs> but anyways, uh, <laughs> so yeah, she is very traumatized toward the beginning of that episode, and it's kind of hard to see her like that because also she is a kid, and it's kind of like you want her to be able, well, to keep her innocence. You want to preserve that to some sense, and Joel was trying to do that, but there through their adventure, there was no way to. Like, she lost friends, she lost family, she lost her love, and then she almost gets, a well, assaulted, sexually assaulted, and then comes to this point, and it's like, well... What's left? What's left? Yeah. Like, what else is there for her? Yeah. Yeah, and then in mirroring that is Joel, well, his whole world is Ellie. Yeah. You find a reason to keep fighting. Yeah. 
It is. It is after that. It, it, it is by that point. And then we get to one of my favorite scenes from the game and then beautifully translated into the show, which is the giraffe scene mm-hmm. um, where they bump into this giraffe, which uh, I saw a lot of people posting like that giraffe looks so fake. It was a real giraffe. It was a real giraffe. It yeah, they had a real giraffe. <laughs> it was a gorgeous giraffe. We thought it was fake because it would look so pretty. Yeah, I was like, man, that's really good CGI. <laughs> it was real. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a real fucking giraffe. And we got to see them. And what that whole scene kind of represents is that them, like, life continuing after all, after everything. And the, and the fact that they included that was was a good choice. After this in the game, what they do is they get into these tunnels and they get into like, we get like these huge action scene. They kind of skipped that and just went straight into them walking and getting attacked by uh, the fireflies and then getting captured. Um, they We do have that one scene where they pass through these camps, which look exactly like the camps in the game. Uh, uh, and then we get to uh, like Joel and Ellie have a conversation where uh, he tells her that he tried to kill himself, that he didn't see life going on after after his daughter died, and then um, and then they get captured by fireflies. They, they they even try to sneak in another joke from Ellis Little Joke Book. So, and then then they, they get to that. They get jumped from fucking yeah. behind like a bunch of little bitches. Yeah. Um, uh, which, by the way, you know what my favorite joke was from that little joke book that they didn't make it into the show. What? There's one where uh, she goes, uh, what did the Confederate soldiers used to eat off? Eat off of? No, what? Civil war. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then, oh, but, and then she goes, but, but. And then she goes, uh, and then she goes, what did they used to drink with? What? Cu- cups. <laughs> huh? Cups. <laughs> Dixie cups. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then like, like the best part is that she says the joke, and then he asks Joel asks her like, "Do you know what that means?" And then she just goes, "Of course not." <laughs> <laughs> oh God, uh, great, great. Um, um, so and then they get captured. They get captured, and we. So. Marlene basically comes out and says, "Oh, we did get that great scene also with with the Ellie actor uh, playing Ellie. Oh, that's mom right, giving birth and everything. That's right. Yeah, Ashley Johnson plays Ellie's mom for 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 a second. She um, looks exactly like her, like Ellie, like Ellie. I, it was uncanny. I was like, oh, that really could be her mom. Yeah, they had Plus the same makes- facial structure." Yeah. Plus, it makes like a lot of sense because it's like, oh, she made Ellie. Technically, yeah. she made Ellie. Yeah, she gave birth uh, to Ellie. Technically, yeah. Have y'all ever seen Critical Role on YouTube? No. Do you know what that Shockingly, is? Shockingly, I haven't. No. So, Critical Role is like a show on YouTube where it's like all these voice actors play D and D. Oh, that sounds uh, good. Yeah, it's so funny, and it, uh, Ashley Johnson is in it. Like, she's she's one of the main cast members. So I've seen her do like a million stupid things that see her play drama is kind of feels weird. <laughs> but she does a good job in it, doesn't she? Oh yeah, because she's a great actress. Um but yeah, so she's there. Um uh so she's there. Um uh, we see her give birth to Ellie, which is something that we didn't see in the show, and it almost almost explains her, her why she's immune. Like her mother got bit while she was about to give, while she was still like about like 
was she almost giving birth or was she already giving birth? Like she kind of just looks down and she's already on the floor. She and... was like mid birth. Yeah. Yeah. Because and... the umbilical cord was still attached. Yeah, but she yeah. cut it real quick. So Ellie was had such a minor exposure to the virus that she was her brain was able to which actually might explain it. Maybe it was her stem cells, because her cells haven't decided what to do yet. So they developed yeah. uh they developed to protect her against the virus. Mm-hmm. So maybe the best way to be immune to the virus is to be a small child. I like, like that they like didn't fresh out it. the womb. <laughs> fresh out the womb. I was like, yeah. uh, no, Sam. Yeah. No, <laughs> he, he was too old. He, he could walk vertically. Um, yeah. But yeah, and then so Joel, so El, Joel and Ellie get captured slash saved. Um, yeah. Marlene just straight up like she even tells Joel like how the fuck did you guys do it um, and Joel says it was mostly her like she fought, she forced our way through um, and then Marlene just kind of straight up says like we're gonna have to kill her like it's in her brain like they're gonna they're gonna get it her, they're gonna take out her brain find the thing that stops the cordyceps from growing and we have a cure but yeah. that was really annoying too because there was literally no guarantee it would work. They were just yeah. kind of like, this is our best chance, but it's like, well, how do you know that? Also, how do you mass produce it? Like, there's a lot of logistic, logistical questions. How do you mass produce it? How would you who replicate gets it? it? Yeah, who gets it? Also, only fireflies? What about federal people? Like, <clears throat> there's a lot of hypocrisy in that, but... Uh, She's going to kick Joel out, which that's the biggest fucking mistake you made. Like, you should have killed him while he was sleeping. Yeah, you should have put two in his head. Again with the bad guys trying to talk. Nope, but then we get this amazing two-minute long action sequence of Joel killing all these soldiers. Like He even says, I don't have time for this. And he call of duties his way through the hospital, and he puts down like at least 20 guys. At one point, he runs out of bullets, takes out Ellie's knife, Slits one guy's throat and then gets his gun. It's like well, that yeah. was very Call of Duty because he was just getting the guns as, off the as body. he was going. Yeah, <laughs> and like, that was, that's the most gameplay like the game the the, the show was uh, the most accurate to the game that it has been. <laughs> it was uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was good. The, the, those scenes were good, and then uh, uh, he finally reaches her in the in the operating room. And we all, everyone who has played the second game immediately went like, Joel, don't do it, 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 don't do it. But he does. He kills the surgeon. And the only surgeon in the world. We were like, please don't, or like, don't do it, but he kills the surgeon. And then he makes the nurses, which is, this is not accurate to the game because in the game, I walked in with a flamethrower. So obviously not, not accurate. Well, also, uh, you got a choice to kill the nurses or not, but he didn't want oh, to yeah. be witnesses. Yeah. And it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have killed the nurses in the game. Yeah. Definitely the doctor. He tried getting in the way. He had a scalpel. He's like, I'm not going to let you do this. I wasn't asking. It was I would have shot him in the leg. I would I have shot him. I've just murdered 20 of your best guards. You really think you're going to stop me? Sit down. Yeah, I mean, I would have shot him, but then after playing the second game, I wouldn't have shot him. But we'll get to that when we get to that. Uh, well, the <laughs> that thing is, second I, season. Well, the thing is, I would have cleared the entire hospital from the ground up, like women and children yeah. included. No one walks out. Oh of my here. god! I'm kidding. Uh, 
so I don't think you are. That's the problem. That's that's, that's the thing. He just says I'm kidding, just to like be like, it's okay. <laughs> I can't get canceled if I say JK. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so the game. So he escapes with Ellie, gets to the gets to the parking lot, and then gets bump, uh, bumps into uh, Marlene. Who, uh, by the way, I didn't mention Marlene is played by Myrtle Dandridge, who also played Marlene in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought that was so cool. Like I- I've never seen like that. That that's such a good like idea. Like getting the actual voice actor to play the ga- actor in the show. Good idea. Well done. Plus she looks like Marlene, so it it also helped. Um, yeah. So we get to that ending and uh, that final conversation, that little fake out where they're kind of like deciding what they're gonna do. Uh, what you think of that? Um, well, I love the fact so. So they stop off. Joel asks, uh, "No, I think doesn't Ellie ask? We'll go wherever you want to go." Yeah, um, but she says, "Promise me." Like, like she she kind of tells him about what happened with Riley, um, and how she wants she asks Joel, "You know, promise me that what you said about the fireflies is true." And Joel lies and says it was true, all of it. Yeah. So that's yeah that ending. So to me, the ending of The Last of Us is like as perfect as an ending can get. Like it's it's uh, shows that clearly they've been like she, everything that she has wanted is to get along with this guy. Uh, he didn't want to. Then when he finally wants to, she doesn't want to because he broke something there. And uh, that that's what I think is really smart and really well done. Um, okay, so we're talking about the final scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ending. Uh, what did you think? For the ending, well, I I didn't really enjoy it because it was kind of like I think he should have been honest with her. Like Ellie's mm-hmm. been through a lot and enough to know that Joel Joel cares more about her than anything. You know, yeah. I think she would have understood. She would have been angry, of course, but I think she would have understood because he could explain it like, well, you're my daughter now. Like, I wasn't going to let anything happen to you. Or use the good old fashioned and whatever it was mean, you will let them kill me. Uh, what about you? What do you think, Joe? No, I like this ending. I like it. I like that. I like that there's something that's so not perfect about it that uh, I, I, I was mentioning earlier how. Uh, she wants she wants that relationship with him so badly and then by the end like she knows that he broke it and she, she kind of doesn't want it anymore but by the time that he she doesn't want it anymore he wants it now and it's uh it's tragic and sad and really good for drama and makes this ending stand out now I'll stand that the ending is good uh but if you change this ending, then you can't do season two. So uh, the ending needed to stay how it was. And I think uh, they did a good job. And I think uh, uh, it, it was almost word for word for the ending. And yeah, we'll see how season two goes. But to me, it was a good ending. Mm-hmm. I really So they took a lot of creative liberties with season one as far as like changing some things here and there. And I really hope there are some of those changes in season two. I really hope so. Um, yeah, there's some things that they do need to change this into. I think to make it work, but then again, there are some things that I think 
didn't work in, in part two because it was a game. And maybe when they make it as a show, it will work because, yeah. We'll keep uh, Joel and everything will be fine. Well, I think that's another thing. I, I don't think that they can uh, <laughs> wait, wait, to lose, wait. Uh, lose anyone because... You, you both know what happens in part two? Yes. Yes. Okay. 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 Uh, well, okay. Spoiler okay. alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> in five, two. four, three, two. Keep Joel, and everything will be fine. Keep Joel alive, and everything will be fine. No, yes. one, no one will hate you. Nobody will hate you. I think Pedro Pascal is too popular. It's like Jenna Ortega in the latest Scream movie. They're not gonna kill her. They didn't. They're not gonna kill her. I think in season two. Killing, killing Jenna Ortega in the new Scream movie would have been like the perfect thing because Scream movies are all about subverting expectations. So. Yeah, uh, it would have been, I think, the right choice. Speaking of that, guess what? Yesterday I went to the theaters because I was going to watch Shazam. And guess what? I didn't watch Shazam. I just watched Scream 6 again because that was a better use of my time. Uh, you have a podcast. I know. But <laughs> you, I know, but you're, you're in a... You're in a you're pretty already reviewed it, so I figured, ah, I can take my time. What's, what's the problem? You son of a bitch. Um... But I'm sorry. Uh, well, I haven't seen it, so I can't say <laughs> it. looks really bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's good. It has heart. It's like the first one. Look, how, if you like the my, first one, you'll like the second one. I'll say it like that. How's my, how's my girl Rachel in it? Which one's Rachel? Rachel Siegler. She plays Cynthia, I think. Mary, no. you, know, you mean Mary Marvel? Apparently not good, Gemma. Apparently not good. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'll, I'll just wait for. I'll, I'll just. It's gonna be on HBO Max in like a week, a month. Not a even. Month. It'll be a week. Uh, yeah. No, April 27th is when it goes to HBO Max. But okay, they okay, already I, dumped. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I want to say one thing about this. Yeah. Um, second drafts. Neil Druckmann had the chance to do something that no most creative artists like wish they could do is create. Uh, is, is get a second crack at the same story. Mario Puzo got to do it with The Godfather. Like, he wrote the book, he saw the fact that he wanted to cut, so when he had the chance to write the movie, he did, and he made it amazing. Now look at The Last of Us. You know, Neil Druckmann, even when they asked him, is this going to be a direct adaptation? He said, no. There's going to be changes uh, where we can make them if they're for the better. And I yeah. believe that they were. You know, um, here's hoping season two, he has that same... Outlook, you know, maybe it's wrong to do this and this and make that decision. Hoping, yes, but also here's the thing: Neil Druckmann, as talented of a writer that he is, because he is, he is also kind of a little shit weasel, and I say that lovingly. Okay, <laughs> like he's a little, he's a little uh, uh, goblin, he's a little uh, troll. Uh, <laughs> Can we spent... get to why? <laughs> yeah, Damn. so. He spent, uh, so, you know, he presented Last of, when Last of Us Part 2 came out, uh, it came out and he, out of the bat, said, I knew it was going to be polarizing. I knew it was going to be controversial. I don't care. That's that's what I wanted to write. And that's what I felt was correct. And uh, yeah, that's that's what I felt like. And we, and we normal, rational thinking people were like, of course, you're an artist. Write what you want. That's totally okay. Uh, but... It, if it had ended there, that would have been something. But then he just kept going. 
And he became kind of like a little troll. Like he became like everyone who comment who said, I didn't like Last of Us Part Two because of this and this, he would answer and be like, well, you have no taste. Well, you're a fucking idiot. And then he just kept going and going and going. <laughs> and yeah, he is that kind of troll. Now for this, for when this season came out, and a lot of people were like, well, I didn't like that there were gay people. It's like, well, fuck you. The game was like that. I mean, and he was really reactive to that. And that's a good, that's like the good arc of being a troll. But you can be like, well, fuck you. If you don't like it, leave. Ah, which is good for the first game. Second game had genuine, there were genuine concerns and genuine uh, plot discrepancies and things that just straight up don't work in part two. And I'm a fan of part two. And even I can mm-hmm. say that. Uh, but he maintained that same personality throughout the release of two, and that can be dangerous. Uh, so yeah, so he we'll see, we'll see how he behaves uh, during the work of season two. Uh, uh, Joel, uh, Joel, Pedro Pascal was at the Oscars, and they asked him like, "When are we getting season two? And he said that they might start to film this year. I don't believe it because between part one and part two, there's a five year jump, and uh, Bella Ramsey is like 1920. Uh, we can wait for her to grow up like a little bit more to play like an older jelly. Like Ellie, I don't need her to play it like immediately because she's gonna look the same as she did in the first one. So, um, so but we'll she's see. She's not gonna we'll grow see. much in five years, anyways. <laughs> or like, because I think she has those faces that is like forever young. Oh yeah, she's got like a little baby face. So yeah. like, she's gonna keep that for a while. Yeah. Maybe like 10, no, 15 no. years. Not no. a bad thing. No. Not a bad thing. No. That's what a, if she has a like very a... blessed lucky. Yeah. Uh yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what they end up doing. But uh, I don't know. Neil is uh Neil is a frustrating presence, is what I'm saying. Uh final thoughts. I loved it. I loved the first season of The Last of Us. I thought it was perfect. I thought it was really well adapted. I like the creative liberties that they took. I love the performances. And yeah, I don't think there's a single weak element. I don't think there's a single bad episode. Um, I agree. Great job. Yeah. Uh, as closest as we can get to a 10. Yeah. Cool. Fun uh, agreed. Very close to a 10. It was beautifully made. Um, I love that it was structured like a game. You can tell. Um, I also enjoyed the characters, the family ties. Also, even the relationships that were built in between, and then also even the emotional damage <laughs> with the characters and then with ourselves, and going through an emotional roller coaster throughout. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. A plus. <laughs> yeah, A plus. Sounds about right. A great, amazing video game, an amazing show. Here's hoping that they continue. Also, something that I think uh, is to be considered um, we've had a good run of finally good video game adaptations. And I think the lesson here is that they should be made into shows and not into movies because this was good. Arcane was good. Uh, Castlevania, I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's really good. Uh, Let's see how Mario uh, does. Between this, Detective Pikachu was great. The Mario movie looks good. Um, uh, Chad Stahelski, who did all the John Wick movies, is doing a Ghost of Tsushima movie. Uh, we'll see how that ends up. And even he's, since it's also like a PlayStation game, they asked him, like, hey, how do you feel after The Last of Us? He's like, I feel like we just got like the, the, the bar has been set. I mean, we have nowhere to go but to try to match it. 
And also Amazon, I think, is doing a God of War show. So then now they also have their hands full. We'll see how all of this goes. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, folks, BT Dubs, next week, we're getting John Wick 4. But that's what we're going to be reviewing. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, you know that I haven't I, I hadn't seen the John Wick movies until this week? Yeah, I watched the first two at work because we had no work. We had no job. We're just not yeah. agreeing today, huh, Chen? <laughs> I just I, I I had never seen them. I had never seen them wow. before. I'll I'll watch three and then and I'll watch four just to just just to make you happy. Okay. Fine. Oh my god! Dude. I know you love them. Okay, I know you love them. So <laughs> no, one's clearly the best, and then the rest are filler. Let's be honest. The others you, are also good. You no, the others you watch because Kiana Reeves is amazing. Yes. Exactly. That's the only reason to go watch it. But I the first the f- one's amazing. Plot the first story. one was good. I like the ending of the second one where he gets like uh, where he gets like excommunicated and he just excommunicado. Excommunicado. Yeah, I like the, uh, the 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 ending of the second one. I have to watch the third one and then uh, we'll see how the fourth one goes. Also, rest in peace, Lance Reddick, who was the uh, he was the guy that always greeted him at the beginning of the hotels. Yes. Uh, yeah, rest in peace, that guy. He was also gonna he played Zeus in the new Percy Jackson show and he managed to film all of his scenes. Uh, we'll see how, yeah, we'll see how we'll see how that ends up. Uh, all right, so yeah, Last of Us, great. Watch it; it's great. Play the game, play the second game too, and form your own opinion. Don't let Neil in. <laughs> don't let Neil form your opinion for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so next week, John Wick. Uh, John Wick. All right, uh, I'll prepare myself for that because uh, do I need to watch three? Yes, mm-hmm. uh, it's good, dude. All of them are good. No, they're one's good. I just don't love young. them. You don't have to love them; just like them. Uh, okay, we'll see. We'll see. Look, if I had to, gun to my head, and oh. someone asked me, "What would you?" Not everything watch? has to be gun to your head, man. In the world of John Wick, yes. You would you rather okay. watch the Scream trilogy or the John Wick trilogy? John Wick trilogy. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of good things about the new about the new John Wick. So, but we'll see. It's been pretty great. Things is the best one in the series. Uh, but folks, if you've kept up with us this far, we appreciate you. Go listen to some of our other podcasts; they're great. Especially if I'm there, go check out our YouTube channel, our Facebook page, our Instagram page. We have a TikTok now that we're working on, and all this other stuff. Thank you so much for joining us. My name was Chema. I've been Eddie, and I was a. Uh... Edition Nikki. <laughs> and this was the rollback. Signing off with a reminder to get vaccinated. <laughs> get vaccinated, get fucked. Bye, everyone. <laughs> All right, bye, everyone. My favorite.